The Lord is in his holy temple. Let all the earth keep silence before him. Let us humbly confess our sins unto Almighty God. Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from thy ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against thy holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done. We have done those things which we ought not to have done. And there is no help in us. But thou, O Lord, have mercy upon us, miserable offenders. Bear thou those, O God, who confess their faults. Cure thou those who are penitent, according to thy promises declared unto mankind, Christ Jesus our Lord. And grant, O most merciful Father, for his sake, we may hereafter live a godly, righteous, and sober life. The glory of thy holy name. Amen. Grant, we beseech thee, merciful Lord, to thy faithful people, pardon and peace. They may be cleansed from all of their sins and through your quiet mind through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses. We forgive those who trespass against us, and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, open our lips. And our mouth shall show forth thy praise. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise you, the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. That would be reading Psalms 119. Verses 97 through 112, and then Psalm 117. Start with Psalm 119 at verse 97 on page 496. Lord, what love have I unto thy law? All the day long is my study in it. Thou, though thy commandments hath made me wiser than mine enemies, for they are ever with me. I have more understanding than my teachers, for thy testimonies are my study. I am wiser than the aged, because I kept thy commandments. I have refrained my feet from every evil way, that I may keep thy word. I have not shrunk from thy judgments, for thou teachest me. Oh, how sweet are thy words unto my throat, yea, sweeter than honey unto my mouth. Though thy commandments I understanding, therefore I hate all evil ways. Thy word is a lantern unto my feet, and a light unto my path. I have sworn and am steadfastly purposed to keep thy righteous judgments. I am troubled above measure. Quicken me, O Lord, according to thy word. Let the freewill offerings of my mouth please thee, O Lord, and teach me thy judgments. My soul is always in my hand, yet do I not forget thy law. The ungodly have laid a snare for me, and yet I swerve not from thy commandments. Thy testimonies have I claimed as mine heritage forever, and why, they are very joy of my heart. I have applied my heart to fulfill thy statutes always, even unto the end. Psalm 117 on page 487. O praise the Lord, all ye nations. Praise him, all ye peoples. For his merciful kindness is ever more and more towards us, and the truth of the Lord endureth forever. Praise the Lord. 
Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the 16th verse of the 6th chapter of the book of Daniel. So the king gave the command, and they brought Daniel and cast him into the den of lions. But the king spoke, saying to Daniel, Your God, whom you serve continually, he will deliver you. Then a stone was brought and laid on the mouth of the den, and the king sealed it with his own signet ring, and with the signets of his lords, that the purpose concerning Daniel might not be changed. Now the king went to his palace, and spent the night fasting, and no musicians were brought before him, also his sleep went from him. Then the king arose very early in the morning, and went in haste to the den of lions. And when he came to the den, he cried out with a lamenting voice to Daniel. The king spoke, saying to Daniel, Daniel, servant of the living God, has your God whom you serve continually been able to deliver you from the lions? Then Daniel said to the king, O king, live forever. My God sent his angel and shut the lions' mouths, so that they have not hurt me, because I was found innocent before him, and also, O king, I have done no wrong before you. Now the king was exceedingly glad for him, and commanded that they should take Daniel up out of the den. So Daniel was taken up out of the den, and no injury whatever was found on him, because he believed in his God. Then King Darius wrote, To all peoples, nations, and languages that dwell in all the earth, peace be multiplied to you. I make a decree that in every dominion of my kingdom, men must tremble and fear before the God of Daniel. For he is the living God, and steadfast forever. His kingdom is the one which shall not be destroyed, and his dominion shall endure to the end. He delivers and rescues, and he works signs and wonders in heaven and on earth, who has delivered Daniel from the power of the lions. Here endeth the first lesson. My soul doth magnify the Lord, and my spirit hath rejoiced in God my Savior. For he hath regarded the lowliness of his handmaiden. For behold, from henceforth all generations shall call me blessed. For he that is mighty hath magnified me, and holy is his name. And his mercy is on them that fear him throughout all generations. He hath showed strength with his arm. He hath scoured the proud in the imagination of their hearts. He hath put down the mighty from their seat, hath exalted the humble and meek. He hath filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he hath sent empty away. He, remembering his mercy, hath hope in his servant Israel, as he promised to our forefathers Abraham and his seed forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the ninth verse of the 27th chapter of the Acts of the Apostles. Now when much time had been spent, and sailing was now dangerous, because the fast was already over, Paul advised them, saying, Men, I perceive that this voyage will end with disaster and much loss, not only of the cargo and ship, but also our lives. Nevertheless, the centurion was more persuaded by the helmsman and the owner of the ship than by the thing spoken by Paul. And because the harbor was not suitable to winter in, the majority advised to set sail from there also, if by any means they could reach Phoenix, a harbor of Crete, opening toward the southwest and northwest, and winter there. 
When the south wind blew softly, supposing that they had obtained their desire, putting out to sea, they sailed close by Crete. But not long after, a tempestuous head wind arose, called Euroclidon. So when the ship was caught and could not head into the wind, we let her drive. And running under the shelter of an island called Clauda, we secured the skiff with difficulty. When they had taken it on board, they used cables to undergird the ship. And fearing lest they should run aground on the Sirtis sands, they struck sail and so were driven. And because we were exceedingly tempest-tossed, the next day they lightened the ship. On the third day we threw the ship's tackle overboard with our own hands. Now when neither sun nor stars appeared for many days, and no small tempest beat on us, all hope that we would be saved was finally given up. But after long abstinence from food, then Paul stood in the midst of them and said, Man, you should have listened to me and not have sailed from Crete and incurred this disaster and loss. And now I urge you to take heart, for there will be no loss of life among you, but only of the ship. For there stood by me this night an angel of the God to whom I belong and whom I serve, saying, Do not be afraid, Paul. You must be brought before Caesar. And indeed, God has granted you all those who sail with you. Therefore, take heart, men, for I believe, God, that it will be just as it was told me. However, we must run aground on a certain island. Here endeth the second lesson. Lord, now let us thou thy servant depart in peace, according to thy word. For mine eyes have seen thy salvation. Thou hast prepared before the face of all people be a light to lighten the Gentiles, and to be the glory of thy people Israel. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you and with thy spirit let us pray O lord show thy mercy upon us and grant us thy salvation O lord save the state and mercifully hear us when we call upon thee endue thy ministers with righteousness and make thy chosen people joyful O lord save thy people and bless thine inheritance give peace in our time O lord for it is thou lord only that makest us dwell in safety O god may clean our hearts within us and take not thy Holy Spirit from us. O God, whose never-failing providence ordereth all things, both in heaven and earth, we humbly beseech thee to put away from us all hurtful things, and to give us those things which are profitable for us, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O God, from whom all holy desires, all good counsels, and all just works do proceed, give unto thy servants that peace which the world cannot give, that our hearts may be set to obey thy commandments, and also that by thee, we being defended from the fear of our enemies, we pass our time in rest and quietness. The merits of Jesus Christ are safe. Amen.
Light in our darkness, we beseech thee, O Lord. By thy great mercy, defend us from all perils and dangers of this night. For the love of thy only Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Good evening. Welcome. Just a couple of thoughts on tonight's lessons. Um, looking at our lessons from Daniel, we get that um, we get the famous Daniel in the Lion's Den. It was a great Sunday school classic. Uh, I feel like we've been getting a lot of those lately. We had uh, David and Goliath earlier this week, and uh, we got Daniel in the Lion's Den. Um, and this is an interesting story because when you look at the main character, Daniel, who gets put into the Lion's Den, there's not much of a, uh, you know, a character arc that he goes through. He's the same guy before he went into the lion's den and after he went into the lion's den. And, you know, he is saved by his faithfulness. He's a very faithful man, and God delivers him from the catastrophe that, that could have befallen him from a night of sleeping with a bunch of uh, a, uh, hungry lions. I think something that's interesting to look at is uh, King, King Darius's character development and the arc that he goes through. Um, you have uh, Daniel, who is a servant of the king, uh, and Daniel is this non-anxious presence before the king. Uh, Daniel, we're told, cultivates a life of prayer. He prays three times. He kneels when he does it. He's looking toward Jerusalem, and, and this is kind of where we get our daily offices from, is this example of specific times in the days where we stop and we reorient ourselves toward God, and that is the grounding we need to be the non-anxious presence in the world. And through no fault of his own, Daniel is, is uh, put through great trial and tribulation, and his faithfulness is what gets him to go through it. And, you know, obviously he's probably very scared spending the night in the lion's den, and we don't know the, the tone of his voice when the king opens the door and he's like, oh, king, live forever. And, 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 and talking, but, but we can assume that, you know, he's, he's very grounded and in, in, in deeply faithful man. But look at what happens to the king. The king, who is close to Daniel, knows that Daniel should not be given this punishment, that Daniel is innocent, still nevertheless um, follows through with his law um, and locks Daniel in the lion's den, um, sees that that um, you know, Daniel, how Daniel went through his trial and tribulation uh, is impressive to the king. And the king uh, not only is glad that Daniel is alive, but makes a proclamation to the rest of his nation about the mighty power of God. And this reminds me of, uh, and we get a similar story, you know, with you know, Paul in the New Testament. You know, Paul is um, captive. He's innocent through no fault of his own as he bound and on the ship heading toward his, ultimately toward his execution. And he still remains this non-anxious presence on the ship. And he calms the people on the ship and he um, is, is present there. And, and through these trials and, and more importantly, through Daniel and St. Paul's attitude as they go through these trials, are they able to be 
a very effective and a very clear witness of God and Christ to other people in a way that's, um, that is um, plausible to them. They can see themselves, oh, God must have some extraordinary power to produce such a person. And this reminds me of uh, a story from my own life. I had um, uh, worked for a, a pretty, a, for a man that, that um, through no fault of my own, um, caused me a lot of trial and tribulation in my own job. And it was very frustrating to me to have to be put in this situation that I thought was unfair. And I communicated this to some of my mentors who we were going through and we we're just talking about it. And I, and I said something like, why would God put me through this? What in the world do I have to learn through this? And my mentor said, sometimes, I mean, sometimes you'll learn something, but sometimes you might not. Sometimes uh, your job is to go through the trial and remain innocent, not for your sake, but for the other person's sake, so that they can, um, so that God can do something for that other person. And so, um, perhaps maybe we find ourselves in, in, in a trial or we find ourselves going through rough times. We don't really understand the reason why. There's not really a good reason for it. Um, but we don't know what God is doing with us. And we also don't know what God is doing with the people that are around us. And therefore, it's, it's important to maintain our innocence in those situations and to remain that non-anxious presence through our, our life of prayer and through our, uh, our turning toward God and, and giving our frustrations and our anger toward God in, in, in prayer and experiencing those real emotions that we have in prayer so that we might be able to have the strength to be um, you know, that, that Daniel or that St. Paul uh, when things really start to hit the fan and we go through some difficult times uh, for the benefit of other people who, who are there and witness and can see um, and it's a very powerful witness for God and his power when we're able to do those things. Just a couple of thoughts on this evening's lessons. Um, it's Wednesday, so we will finish evening prayer with a reading of the litany for the church and evangelism. Please click the link in the chat bar and read aloud the italicized words as we go through this. We offer the litany for the church and evangelism this evening to the glory of God. That God would bless um, our Trinity season with growth and good uh, spiritual disciplines. That God would be with the uh, prayers and intentions of those who are present and that God would open up new doors of mission and ministry within the diocese, as well as um, strengthen the current um, missions and ministries going on within our diocese. O God, the Father, creator of heaven and earth, have mercy upon us. O God, the Son, redeemer of the, of the world, have mercy upon us. O God, the Holy Ghost, sanctifier of the faithful, have mercy upon us. O holy, blessed, and glorious Trinity, one God, have mercy upon us. We sinners do beseech thee to hear us, O Lord God, and that may please thee to rule and govern thy holy church, universal in the right way. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord that it may please you so to rule the hearts of thy servants, the President of the United States, the Governor of this state, and all in authority, that they may above all things seek thy honor and glory. 
We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. We may please you to illuminate all bishops, priests, and deacons with true knowledge and understanding of thy word, and that both by their preaching and living they may set it forth and show it accordingly. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That they may please you to send forth laborers into thy harvest. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That they may please you to give to all thy people increase of grace to hear meekly thy word, and to receive it with pure affection, and bring forth the fruits of the Spirit. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please you to comfort and relieve all those who are in any ways afflicted or distressed in mind, body, or state. In patience under their sufferings and a happy issue out of all their afflictions. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. They may please you to forgive our enemies, persecutors, and slanderers, and hearts. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. They may please you to give us true repentance, to forgive us all our sins, negligences, and ignorances, and to endue us with the grace of thy Holy Spirit, to mend our lives according to thy holy word. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. They may please you to have mercy on the faithful departed. granting them an entrance into the land of light and joy and the fellowship of thy saints. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. We sinners do beseech thee to hear us, O Lord God, and that it may please thee to fill us with the gifts of the Holy Spirit, for the work of ministry and the building up of the body of Christ. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please thee to give us power through the Holy Spirit, to be thy witnesses in word and deed in our homes, work, and leisure. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord that it may please thee to convert hearts through our ministry and add continually to our number those who are being saved. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please thee to bless our ministry of word and sacrament, opening minds to understand the scriptures and making thyself known in the breaking of the bread. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please thee to make us ready always to give an answer to anyone who asks the reason for the hope that is within us. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please thee to put it into our hearts to seek out and find the lost sheep and bring them back into thy fold. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please thee to fill us with such love for one another, that all may perceive in our midst the presence of Christ and be drawn into his holy fellowship and service. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. Almighty and everlasting God, who didst endue thy church with power from on high on the day of Pentecost, brought thy Holy Spirit upon our diocese, and the parishes and communities our diocese is working with. Grant unto us all things that are needful for our spiritual welfare. Enlighten and guide our clergy and lay workers. Strengthen and increase the faithful. Visit and relieve the sick. Turn and soften the wicked. Rouse the negligent and careless. Recover the fallen. Restore the penitent. Remove all hindrances to the advancement of thy truth. Bring all to be of one heart and mind within the fold of thy holy church. The honor and glory of thy name through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. Thank you, Barb and Rochelle, for responding and reading tonight. Thank you all for being here. I hope you have a wonderful Wednesday evening. Thanks, Deacon Andrew. Yes. Thank you. Have a good evening, everyone. Good night. Bye. Thank Bye. you. Thank you.